Hello and welcome to the Messy Message Podcast with Alexis and Burley. Where God can take your mess and make it your message. Yes, God. <laughs> hey, Alexis. Hi, Burley. How are you today? Doing Fabulous. Oh, fabulous. Hey, fabulous. I'm not mad at that. It's better. <laughs> Are we trying to find a different word for excited? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> yeah, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> taking it out so of my excited. Taking it out of my vocabulary. Oh, yes, yes. Let's <laughs> expand our vocabulary. Use other words. So funny. Um, so today's going to be great because mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about you and your story, and I'm so looking forward to that. Mm. Um, But before we get into that, I'm going to give a little gratitude moment, and I'm going to take you guys back um, to last season a little bit, because I lost my debit card again. (laughs) Yes, I did. Lost my debit card again. What are we going to do with you? I don't know. Guys, I was doing so well. (laughs) Trust me, this used to happen every other day. Now it happens like you know, every other week, every, no, no I'm just like, kidding. like a few months, like I'm give kidding. me some credit. <laughs> so my best friend and, um, another good friend of mine came over to my house. We had like a pool party for the kids. Uh-huh. Um, so they could be out of our hair and we could talk mm-hmm. and it was such a nice time. I offered to buy dinner. Mm-hmm. So my best friend offers to go get it. I give her my debit card Mm -hmm. and she gives it back to me because she knows more than anybody how I am. So Mm -hmm. she like, she said she was going to put it down on the counter and just let me know. And she said she purposely gave it to me in my hands. But of course I was in the middle of doing stuff and I did not actually, I think I did put it in my wallet. Um, and I'll explain why at the end, but whatever, whatever I did with it at the time, I don't even know how to, I don't remember. I do not recall in my brain what I did after that. I do remember her giving it to me. Mm-hmm. After that, mm-hmm. I draw a blank. Okay. So, you know, I get along, I get on with the day and, you know, we have a good time. Mm-hmm. Next day, I don't need my debit card. I don't need my debit card much anymore because there's so much online shopping and if you eat out, like... Chick-fil-A, just I have the app. Like there's no really, there's not a need for it, but I needed it. I needed it to buy something. Oh, I went to TJ Maxx and I was in line and we went through the whole ordeal. I bought a lot of stuff. And when she goes to ring me up, I did not have a debit card. Oh <laughs> it was my terrible. Gosh. It was terrible. That lady wanted to kill me. There was a long line behind me. Like it was not the best time to lose your debit card. I had a baby. Like I had the baby with me. Oh no. So um, at least it wasn't gas, though. Yeah, at least it wasn't <laughs> gas. <laughs> well, she Thank was so God. nice. She held all of the stuff for me and told me to just come back. Mm-hmm. I get my husband's debit card and come back. I cannot find my debit card at this point. And I'm just like, all right. I started to kind of go crazy and look for it and go crazy and look for it and go crazy and look for it. Mm-hmm. I finally decide I'm going to sit down and I'm going to pray. So I pray, but I, I don't really pray. I just sit down and eat lunch and I kind of just like give God a little like, oh yeah, my debit card. <laughs> and uh, I go throughout my day, not looking i'm in looking for my debit card not praying for my debit card and finally i'm like no lord i'm gonna be intentional Mm -hmm. help me please to find this debit card i'm not gonna go crazy looking please help me look for it and i i'm telling you something told me look under the carpet 
<laughs> and when I lift up the carpet in the family room, guess what was there? My red shiny debit card. Dun, dun, dun. And I'm like, Mommy! <laughs> He's like, what? Look! And I point at the floor. He's like, what? What is that doing there? And I'm like, I know one of the kids, but there's just no way I would have found this. Yeah. Like, so the Lord That's found. That's when the Holy Spirit helps you. Directs Thank you, you, Lord. Like, check here. Yes. Have you thought have about go, this place? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a week for a new debit card. Change everything. Because that's another thing. You got to change all of your online stuff. I just didn't want to go through all that ordeal. He's so good. He He's is. so good. Even in things like that. Like, in the, in the grand scheme of things, mm -hmm. it's really not that serious, you know? I mean, when you really think of all the stuff the Lord is probably dealing with right now, especially in 2021, like, I mean, <laughs> things are, things are getting real. So the fact that he still takes the time to show me his love and, mm -hmm. and even in the small things, I stress the small stuff because he, he's there even in that. Yeah, he is. The big and the small. Oh, I love him. But I love it even more when he's in the, the little things, too, because we always focus on, like, the big miracles, right? Yeah. Like, the big yeah. reveal of, you know, how he showed up and showed out. Mm -hmm. And he does. He does that, too, in he my life. He does. But it's even, it's cute when it's, yeah. like, the little things, I love too. it. But, you know, yeah. I learned not my cute. lesson. It's awesome. I need to, <laughs> I need to uh, do something else with the debit card. It's not working. So... But let's go ahead and get into um, Alexis's story today. I am very, very, um, man, I'm going to say excited, but I'm excited to talk about this um, because I know, I know, friend, and I know we, we have discussed it a little bit, but I think today we're going to get into more detail mm -hmm. about, you know, the shame of, of that you felt in the past mm -hmm. of, you know, uh, having had a child outside of marriage, two, two children outside of mm -hmm. marriage. And, um, I think that it's going to be great for people that may have lived in that condemnation or may yeah. have that shame mm -hmm. and they want to serve the Lord, but mm -hmm. you know, may feel like they can't. Yeah. Yep. So without that further ado, take it away, <laughs> Alexis. All right. Well, um, I, I would say, and, and, you know, to know a little bit about me, you may, you know, have to understand, like, my struggle with doing things right mm. and having to um, not always be right in a sense of, like, a debate or a conversation, but, like, right living, like, living right. Yeah. And, and, you know, you know, you do, you do good to people. You treat others right. You live this way. You do that. You know, like, me, I'm just, like... A big rule follower mm. and I you know I've talked to you before Burley just about you know performance based and things like that and um I don't know like exactly why I always have felt that way but um to be honest with you I don't know like I, I you know I don't know like I don't know exactly where that came where it from. stemmed from yeah, but I just know, like, I just, you know, I always want to be on the right side of things. Mm. And um, so anyways, um, years ago, um, when I met my husband, um, he and I were just like friends. And the, the friendship developed into more. And we were friends for many years before anything got romantic. 
or even sexual, anything like that. And um, when I when we started like dating and courting one another, um, he, in my mind, I didn't want to put a whole bunch of expectations on our relationship. You would go with the flow. I was gonna go with the flow. Okay. Spoiler alert. Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> if you are dating anyone, have intentions behind dating that person. Yeah. So I got to that place where I was, you know, our relationship was evolving. We were getting physical and things like that. And so we found ourselves in a situation where we had a child. Mm. And... Um, it was a blessing beyond anything I could ever imagine. Like she was our firstborn. She's so beautiful. I mean, she still is, um, but just the most beautiful baby grew up to be like the smartest kid, you know? And even as now, um, an adolescent in her teenage years, just, just a beautiful young lady. And she's like, she's everything. And so, you know, would never say like, oh, we made a mistake. Yeah. Or, oh, we didn't, you know, but I, I always say, well, we, we kind of did things out of order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, that, you know, that happened again later with our son. And in that space with him, we were a little bit um, more on the right track in terms of intentionality with yeah. our relationship. We weren't just seeing what happens and where things go, you know, we were actually pouring into each other and trying to grow and develop and, you know, but because we had the one child, of course, we're living together. We are what some people would say, excuse me, playing house. Um, you know, but for me, I never looked at it like we were just playing, like it was our family, you know, it was our unit. And, but deep down inside Burley, I always always had this just like insecurity and conviction about not being married Mm. and I didn't want you know especially with our first child I didn't want us to get married just because we had a child yeah and then with our second we were growing and trying to work on being you know more intentional about our relationship Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to let that fester and to let that grow but obviously because we had done things so you know backwards Mm -hmm. or out of order it was hard extremely hard to separate some things you know so it was hard to at times put my foot down and say hey like what are we gonna do you know or how are we gonna do this and the thing too, which was so such a slippery slope, was that we did have the friendship. We enjoyed, genuinely enjoyed being together, um, and it almost became a crutch because it wasn't hard to love him. It wasn't hard oh, to okay. be with him. Yeah. It wasn't hard for us to function as a family. It felt normal. It felt for the most part, good until I, you know. Did it feel like, did you almost feel guilty? Like, what more could I want when I have? I, I wouldn't say it was a guilt that I felt, but it was a temp, it was a tempting mm, thought that I it. would have. Like, I would have thoughts like, 
well, how could God be mad at this? Like, we're monogamous. We're not. Like, neither one of us are, like, sleeping around. We're not violent to each other. We're good to our kids. We're good to one another. We're da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. You know, all these excuses that seem okay. And in today's society, they will tell you it's okay yes. to have just a life partner. Yeah. or just, just you a know, piece of paper. It's just a piece of paper. Which is was a hundred dollar bill. It was a hundred dollar bill. I never saw you throw that in the trash. Exactly. Or, or refuse it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I began to speak up more and more in my relationship about it once I started. Um, I wouldn't say once I started. I always had the conviction because I told you, me and like, yeah. have to be right, you yeah. know? So I was always having the conviction, but I did start to speak up more and more about it. And what I would find was that we weren't on the same page as it resulted in that because he didn't view marriage to the degree that I viewed marriage. And it and I I don't like when people say only because I've lived it and I can say this, but when people are like, oh he just didn't want to commit or she doesn't want to commit. They don't want to marry, they don't want to commit. No, it wasn't about being committed. It wasn't that he didn't want to be with me or he wasn't committed to our life or our family. He literally didn't see what God sees in marriage. Mm. And that was the biggest disconnect. And it was the, um, and even I had to learn really how God viewed marriage. And I like would, because I would start to get tempted and the Holy Spirit would be like, "Mm, don't go down that rabbit hole of thinking this is okay. And I've always been a person that did understand this much. My wrong, I cannot right my wrongs by making them what I want them to be. Hmm. If I call myself a Christian and I call myself someone who loves God, the word is bond. Yes. <laughs> the word is truth. Yes. And so it's not my it's not in my place to take it and twist it. But I can't lie and say the temptation to like totally dive deep into that wasn't there. Yeah. So I anyway we got to a place where we're still moving through life and Burley, I got so um, agitated at, at, in a season of just like, I'm, I was so sick of everything being mediocre. Mm. I was, I felt like our relationship, was it bad? No, but we weren't growing. Yeah. We weren't growing anywhere. We weren't going to anything. I, and I would often, often like give him the metaphor of like, I feel like I'm working a job and never getting promotion. Ooh. Like I that's feel a good like metaphor. That. I mean, I don't know if it is, but that's how I felt. Yeah. <laughs> no, I did, and I was like, you know, I feel like I'm showing up to work, I'm doing the job, I'm excelling here, or I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and I don't even get the promotion. It's kind of like it. you got the promotion without the title, without the pay, because you're doing all the work. <laughs> yeah, without the, the title pay, and the pay. <laughs> because you're doing all the work for it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And then I and then I couldn't help but reflect that how I how did you get here? You let yourself get into oh. the situation. So then I would start to condemn myself. Mm. Then I would start to do all these things. But anyways, I got I, I had gotten to that place and I, I felt like but it wasn't just in our relationship. Everything to me was just like blah. My the job I was working at the time, blah. You know, like nothing was just moving. And I was like, I don't wanna be here anymore. Mm. Like not in life, but like in the space in the that I was in. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, everything's so mediocre. And I kept thinking, 
God, like, and I was, and I started praying like more and more and more like, God, what are you like? How can I get through this? Like, how can we get through this? Like everything. And he told me, you don't trust me and you don't put me first. Oh, snap. Like flat out. He did not sugarcoat it. He was just like, you don't put me first. You don't trust me. You know, you, you are doing things your way. Yeah. And, um, I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tell me uh, how you really feel, Lord. <laughs> received. <laughs> um, but then I started praying, show me how. Wow. And that was when I made a lot of different shifts. But it was also in that moment where that God was waiting for. Mm. And that was for me. Because I had prayed for my husband over the years consistently. And when I would pray, I would call him my husband. Mm. even before he was like mm-hmm. I like name it and claim it like I'm mm-hmm. like it will be like we will be and we would have you know like our heart to hearts we'd have our like tiffs and arguments about it because I would um you know say like what's the big hang up for you like this is the life we're li- <clears throat> we're already living it so why is it hard to just make it like official but it was more of like a stubbornness and just that lack of like, like I said, just like understanding of how God views marriage. And so I remember one day just having a heart to heart with him. And I'm going down the list of things of my mediocre list mm-hmm. and I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to us and I said, I'll never forget it. I said to him, I cannot expect you to do something you don't want to do mm-hmm. just as you cannot accept expect me to accept something that I don't want to accept so if marriage is totally something you cannot see yourself doing or don't want to do but it is everything that I want and I'm looking forward to with you we might need to just peacefully part our ways and, and co-parent and you do what's best for you, and I have to do what's best for me. And he just kind of was like, okay. And I was just like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I can no longer, I literally told him this, I can no longer put you and me and this relationship before God. I can't do it anymore. Wow. And it was in that moment that I think God was like, that's it. <laughs> that was what I've been waiting for because it wasn't just with my words. When I tell you a thousand percent, if he wasn't going to say like, okay, let's do this or let's do that. I was okay. You were prepared. I was prepared to leave. Mm-hmm. And I had already made up in my mind that God, I'll go. I just need you to help me figure out how to do that. Because again, my kids only know mommy and daddy. They don't realize that we weren't married. They didn't realize. Yeah. They just realized we're all happy. So mm-hmm. that was another battle I was mm-hmm. up against, like pulling them apart, you know, from him and trying to help them to understand that mommy and daddy need space or whatever. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't have to do that. Yeah. So he said, okay, my husband, um, now husband, but at the time he says, okay, um, so how do you, what are you suggesting then? I said, we need to do premarital counseling with our church. And we need to be serious. And he agreed. And we went through premarital counseling. And we literally got married like 
maybe a couple months. Um, yeah, about a couple months after we completed the Amen. course. Amen. And I give all credit, of course, to God. Yes. Because um, I was, the conviction and the shame that I felt in that in that season of just like not being um, married and having this man's children mm-hmm. and, you know, wanting to fully worship with my entire being, but feeling the restriction because I'm like, who am I? Yeah. I'm living this life, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, you start putting all these things up in your head and um, it was hard. It was really, really hard. Um, I beat myself up a lot. Not even so much my husband. I didn't focus necessarily on him. Like I prayed for him and I would, I knew that the disconnect was different for him, Mm -hmm. you know. But for me, I took a lot of ownership. Like, how did you let that happen to yourself? Like, how did you get there? Yeah. I know how I got there. I wasn't intentional. Yeah. You know, and there were, you know, I knew when I met him that he wasn't the church going type right away. Yeah. You know, I knew that. But that was a that was a, um, a decision that I made to accept something that maybe I shouldn't have accepted at that time. Yes. Yeah. But I know that God works all things out for our good. Amen. And I just, I can't help but think back. And of course, I don't, I'm not God, so I don't know Mm -hmm. this for sure. But I feel like he was just waiting for me to really make that sacrifice. To to be like mentally, physically, and spiritually ready to let it all go for the sake of following him. Yes. Before he would intervene. Yeah. So fast forward, the glory of it all is obviously we got married. And... You know, even in going to premarital, uh, premarital counseling with my church, with our church at the time, like, um, well, I mean, it's still our church, but at that time when we were going to premarital counseling is what I'm trying to say, you know, he began to do more volunteering. He began to get involved mm. in things like that. And I started to see more of a shift in him. And like fast forward now, um, there's still some growing to do there, you know, but he is more, you know, like receptive and does go to church and things like that. And, you know. Um, we can pray together. We can talk about God. We can praise God. Amen. We can share, you know, um, our own little testimonies with each other and, you know, things like that. Um, but I have to still allow God to work in his life and his own journey. Yeah. But when God broke down <clears throat> that barrier in my heart and freed me from the conviction and the condemnation I will say Satan tried to get me with the shame. Mm. And so then the shame of being of not being married transformed into being shameful for not have doing this longer. I mean, uh, before, okay. like not having to made, made this decision before or people saying like, oh, how many years have you been married? And I have to tell them. You know, but they know I have a thirteen. They do the math. Yeah, they do the math, and they realize your your years married don't amount to the um, the kids you have. Exactly. Um, and um, yeah, so it you know that he tried to really paralyze me. He's like, okay, if I don't get you here, I'll get you there. It's crazy because then, okay, you know, I did the right thing before the Lord. Yeah. But we're still dealing with the shame. Still dealing with the shame. Wow. And so what I started to do 
um, is force myself to talk about it more with people. Amen. And to use it as, because I knew it was a part of, I knew my mess was my message. Yes. I knew that. That sounds familiar. It does sound very familiar. (laughs) I knew that the, I know that A, I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that this has happened to plenty of people, women and men. Um, and that God allowed me to go through it to not keep it to myself. Yes. And that the more that I gave the enemy power to make me feel bad about that season of my life, Mm -hmm. there was, there was no point in the transformation at all. Yeah. I needed freedom completely from it. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to give him the enemy any glory, um, of keeping me like shut mouth or to pretend that that wasn't a part of my life, that that's not a part of my story. Cause that's another thing too. We get saved and we get, you know, like a little bit of, um, of a breakthrough in our lives and we forget who we were. Yes. And I don't want to forget that, that woman, you know, I don't want to forget that hurt and that trial because that's going to help me to connect to somebody else. Not only that, it keeps me humble. Yes. I was going to it, say it's a lack of, comp- you, you start to lose compassion for those. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It keeps me humble because I can understand when I see another woman going through yes. what I went through. Yeah. I can encourage her. I can um, love on her. I can pray for her. I can understand the conflict. The battle. Yes. Mm-hmm. That must be very, very difficult. Yeah. Very difficult. And so... For me, in that moment, like I really resonated with um, the woman at the well, mm. the Samaritan woman, and and when in John chapter four, when Jesus goes to to speak with her, and of course our our <laughs> our story is not the same. I didn't have lots of husbands and lots of men. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> that wasn't my issue. Let me be clear. <laughs> and 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 no judgment if that is yours, but I just want to say in the right that in the way that I that I connected with her was not through that necessarily, but it was through her shame, mm-hmm. and it was through her. Um, her deciding to go to the well at noon, the hottest part of the day. She didn't want to be around the other women. she didn't want to women. be around the other women. It was her not wanting to, you know, or feeling that she could even open up to Jesus initially because... She, she had a little she, attitude, she, right? She did. She did. Well, I mean... Why are you she, talking to me? She didn't understand. Yeah. There was a lot of different things, yeah. right? And, and that fed into her attitude. But just even the part of, like wait a minute, you know, how can, you know, you know all these things, but like, why are you talking to me? And I've had those moments of like, how can I be close to you, Jesus, when Mm -hmm. this is who I am Mm -hmm. and this is what I've done? But I want to say the the biggest part of that story is that she went from hiding to literally all out testifying. Amen. And brought a town like Samaria to Jesus. Yes. To where everybody wanted to hear. Like she literally went from silent to like professing. And that's what I most like yeah. resonate with. Like I went from like, I'm just going to shut my mouth because yeah. I ain't got my stuff together. Yeah. To like, 
let's all talk about Jesus. Let's talk about what he did for let's me. Let's talk about how good he is and yes. how good he is to you and yes. to you and to you. And so I it was just, that. yeah, like that's the part that like really sinks in with me. And I'm like, I get it, you know, from wanting to go from, from a negative to positive. Yeah. In the words of Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> you did Kanye what <laughs> last time <laughs> now we're at Biggie Smalls <laughs> so you guys know I love hip hop right um, but no <laughs> y'all get it if you know you know <laughs> did you just do it again I did or if you don't know if now you, you don't know. know now you know what Biggie says but I'm saying if you know you know oh, you know what man. I'm talking about but no um you know, so that out of all seriousness, though, that is my, that's my story. Wow. Wow. Our favorite word. <laughs> I have to say, um, your transparency and your vulnerability, are, it, I love it. But I, I love the ability to connect with other people and how you're like, I'm going to use this, the, the pain and the difficulty and this thing that happened that you could not control. You couldn't control this other person who had their own person, way of being. Mm-hmm. Um, God glorified himself in the end. He did. In, in your story. But you were willing to walk away for obedience mm-hmm. to God. Mm-hmm. Um, but the interesting thing, and I never saw the Samaritan woman, that parallel that you did. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty awesome. Um uh, the Samaritan woman brought the, the, them to Samaria and Jesus stayed there two more days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I thinking about that, well, right? The town they were supposed to go past. Yes, they weren't even, like, that wasn't even <laughs> that planned. That was like their stop, yeah. Um, and I love that because I'm just thinking in my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Your story, how mm-hmm. many people are listening mm-hmm. and are in that situation, yeah. right? That have hope and are like, you know what? Maybe I need to draw the line in the sand. Maybe there, there needs to be a fork in the road. Maybe I need to drink the water that I will never thirst, thirst again. again. Yeah. Um, Amen. And I, I, oh, that inspiration and that, like, everyone has that moment. Yeah. You know, it, it looks different for all of us. You've got to be willing to lose something. Yeah. You do. And it it may not be your man. <laughs> um, it could be, you know, a lot of different things, right? Um, but you do. You have to be willing to sacrifice and put something down to gain. And it's usually the most important oh, thing. Oh, gosh. Love that man with everything. And, you know, and I just, it was rough. You know, and like I said, it wasn't, and I couldn't find just like, it almost would have been easier if he was like a butthole or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Can you, you be know? a jerk? Yeah. Like, this if a he was a jerk, for me. it would have been like, oh, well, I'm not going to stay around for this. You yeah. Know? But it was just the fact that it was like, that's my best friend. Yeah. We're having so much fun. Yeah. And, you know, we laugh all the time. We can go do anything and have a good time. Like, and we're happier than most married people. He would say that all the time. Oh, man. <laughs> he would say that all the time. You know, I can sympathize with him because mm-hmm. um, growing up, marriage was not really that important to my family. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in a predominantly Christian family mm-hmm. on my mom's side. And she was not married to my stepfather. And a lot of people just didn't get married. So 
I always envision not getting married. Well, and both of us came from broken homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, he has his story, and I'm, I'm not at liberty to share yeah. his story. But, but, you know, for mine, you know, my parents were um, married for many years, but it was, but it was still broken. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't the best example, unfortunately. And I, I love both of my parents individually, um, but together they were not great. <laughs> <laughs> they were, it just wasn't great. And, you know, um, so neither one of us had... Um, the, the model. best model mm-hmm. or example of what that looked like. Um, but I do know, you know, that we, um, since being married, and it's funny because I asked him after, you know, we had been married you know, a little bit more longer after, and I said, you know, this is good, right? He was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I was like, see, it's not so bad. <laughs> I was like, I know, you know. <laughs> So it was just funny, you know, because it's like, um, you know, we joke around and, you know, we're silly. And he would always say, because um, I'm like, well, you know, we've been, this year makes so and so many years. And like, we've been together for like dramatically longer than yeah, we've been married. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he's like, we may as well just say we've been married that long. And I was like, no, that's not our story. Yeah. It's not our story. But I just want to take this moment to, you know, say to anyone dealing with something similar, or if even you just resonate with simply needing to let something go to gain more in life. Mm. Um, The time is now, is all I can say. You're not listening to this message for no reason. This is not happenstance. This is not coincidence. Um, choose God because in choosing God you choose yourself Mm. and people don't understand that we forget that he doesn't withhold good things from us he wants us to prosper he wants us to have abundance he wants us to live well and he has that for you but you got to get out of your own way I had to get out of my own way and I loved it you pointed out Burley I couldn't control this other person I couldn't fix him quote unquote I couldn't mm. make him do something he wasn't ready for or willing to do and I didn't want that either I didn't want to be married to someone because they felt forced mm-hmm. to do it like I wanted him to be compelled because that's what he wanted mm-hmm. you know I never doubted his love for me but I knew that you know just like for him like you know all the things that we talked about so um knowing that you cannot control Sometimes your circumstance or people or whatever, you just have to choose God. And you have to choose him and make him first, not second, not third, and definitely not just an option. Like he has to be the center and the main focus of your life because I know in that moment is where the walls came down. Amen. And that's where freedom came for me. Yes. And so if you're dealing with that again, I just encourage you to, you know, um, start praying and talking to God about, you know, the right direction. Oh, you know, ask for forgiveness, ask for guidance, ask for, you know, him to just show you the way he definitely he will do it. Amen. I'm a living testimony. He will do it. And not just in this area, but in all in a lot of areas yes. of my life. He'll do it for you. Amen. Well, this was a wonderful episode. Thank you so much, Alexis, for sharing and uh, sharing the most intimate parts of you. And your vulnerability is amazing. Praise God for it. Thank you, Jesus. Guys, 
follow us uh, on all social media platforms. Well, no, Facebook and Instagram, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, our website, www.themessymessage.com. TheMessyMSG.com. Go and uh, take a look at all the things we have to offer, a sneak peek of us and more pictures and uh, really cool playlists that we have on YouTube. It's you can fun. also, yeah, it is really good. <laughs> also, um, you can listen to us through there. So you can stream our podcast and our episodes directly through our website. And uh, it's just really cool. It's a labor of love. And um, we hope that you guys enjoy it and go buy some merch. We have some cool t-shirts and hats and a whole bunch of cute things that you guys can get. Yeah. So go ahead and also give us a review on Apple. And we appreciate you. We love you. God bless you guys. Bye. Bye.